Everybody's getting some. All right, let's talk about it. The year is 1980. The baseball is college. Popping. Oh. Uh, the the house is a cool place that they live at because they don't have enough room at the dorms or something. Seems like a pretty sweet setup. It's baseball houses. Baseball house. All right. <laughs> Good one. Yep. Don't. Where's get rid of. We can text them, right? We can uh, voice, or I'm sorry, what's that? Uh, word? Type write word. Chat. We can write word, word type. Talk. We can do All word right, talk. Write word, write action, write mind. Right now. now. Go. Easy listening movie talk. All right. Hey, everybody. This week's movie is called Mute. It's a sequel to uh, Moon by it... David Bowie's son. David Bowie's son. Duncan Jones, son of Bowie. Hmm. Just get just let's start it again. Logan, take it from the top. Alright, that's Logan. And I'm Logan. And that's Logan. Alright, <sighs> you be Logan then. Okay. Hi, I'm Logan. This week's movie. Hey, let's hurry up and do the podcast. Publix is on uh is the only thing that recognizes Florida's new time zones, and they're gonna close in an hour when the sun <laughs> goes down. This is definitely Logan. What's up, Logan? Hi, I picked uh, this week's movie, Mute. Let's get through it. Okay, go now. All right. uh, This week's movie is a fun buddy buddy cop movie about two army dudes on the run just trying to make things work in the wacky world of Berlin. All right, well, we rolled the dice on Dylan introducing the movie again, and once again, we came up with a bad dice roll. I'm not sure you guys can hear me. Oh, yeah, we can, but I guess uh, you don't know that. I'm here to re roll. Okay, your boots? Your boots of re roll? Yeah, I get one re roll a day. And you're going to use it on this, really? I can hear you guys. (laughs) Like usual. You can hear me, but I can't hear you. That's, uh,. I'm going to drop the call and rejoin. Logan, be quiet. Just, I'm trying to talk uh, over you. So, uh, it's a 2017 movie, maybe. I think it's 2018, because it was released right. during this year. Uh, it's 2018. Stars Peter Sarsgaard, Paul Rudd, Jason Statham, and Mr. Jennifer Aniston himself, Justin Theroux. He who wears the hats. Google him. He's always wearing hats. Is he? I haven't Googled him in a couple of years, but I feel like when he did, it was all fedoras all the time. Or trilbies, I don't know. Probably fedoras. Hmm. You know the so difference, pretty... right? Let's do hat talk. Where's my yeah, hat talk a, music? When it's a neck beard, he's wearing a trilby. When it's a cool guy, it's a fedora. Logan, can you hear us now? Yes. No, he just said hat talk. He says it all the time. All right. Let's talk about hats. Let's talk about that movie or whatever. Welcome to Hey, let's talk about that movie or whatever. The only podcast on the internet where people talk about movies. The movie. That is, but then Doctor Who did that thing, and I'm like, oh, I guess that's a Doctor Who thing now. That's a Dylan has introduced the movie a few times by now, but you wanna take I can a crack give it another at go. It? Yeah, do it again. Yay! Hear it. Thanks, right. Logan. Th- this is you the official one. I couldn't hear you, but I think you could hear me. No, that's not how it worked at all. Okay, well, <laughs> who was talking? I think I was talking, and you were talking, but I couldn't hear you. Kevin Spacey as Gertrude. 
All right. This movie is a 2018 movie called Blade Runner 2045. Uh, Oh, wait, no. Fuck, I Uh, wish this wasn't the official one. Oh, this is the one we're going to have to go with. We're doing live the tape. Uh, This week's movie is... We literally are. Starring Alexander Sarsgaard as a... um, Amish man in the near future of 20 something something uh, trying to find his girlfriend who is missing. Uh, it's also a buddy film about two cool American uh, uh, ex soldiers trying to stay low and trying to, you know, make a good living in the former Democratic Republic of Germany. Logan? Yeah, sure. That makes sense. That sounds good. Does that meet your expectations? It does. Matt? Yeah. Do we have consensus? It unanimous. meets the legal definition of an intro because I could hear you make words, so that's good. Hey, let's continue talking about this movie or whatever. Logan, how did you like the movie, and did you like to recommend it? I thought the movie was a hot mess, Yeah, I think is the word I'm looking for. I mean, do you want to do it with the movie, I think? No, it means that it's it's a mess. And it's really nasty and smells bad. Mm. It's it's a cyberpunk film, and it doesn't really bring anything interesting. It's like, oh, it's an Amish guy, and then like he uses electricity, like in his home, not just when he needs to, but like as a light. I'm not sure if you guys caught that. Him using the light at the, at the beginning, and then like it's like, oh no, he's not even gonna watch this TV. Well, you know Amish people uh, can't not use any technology. They just are very, very slow uh, adopters. Well, no, like, there's... I know, like, Amish people use power tools and stuff, but they still will use carriages, and they generally don't use electricity. That's, like, the biggest thing. And he just straight up uses light at the beginning. Well, these are near-future Amish. Yeah, like uh, they're slightly more futuristic than the current Amish. His lady friend gets him a phone, and she says it's the the oldest model that she could find. Yeah, it had buttons. What the fuck? Yeah, it was like a sidekick or something. Um, yeah, maybe the like the these near future Amish they can use lights. I don't know. Um, also, maybe it's like being on a diet. You know, it's like, well, I really shouldn't, you know, have these French fries, but you know, I'm gonna do it and feel bad about it. Or like a vow of silence, like it's not that you aren't allowed to talk, it's just that you have made a decision to not talk uh, unnecessarily. So it's like the opposite of us. There were also a few things in the film where it just seemed like they were trying to get to a specific end, and they wrote around it, even though some of the things they wrote didn't make much sense. I'll go into this later. Yeah, please do. I want to hear more about that. Do so, you think yeah. it's like fasting, where God laughs at you for like um, withholding a, a pleasure, a normal pleasure, and He just thinks you're so stupid for doing it, for not doing it, the thing you like. So yeah, yeah. that's what are we uh, talking about? Fasting. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'll I was get a deeper into movie. it later. Oh yeah, after the podcast. Sounds uh, Matt, like a what do you hot think mess. of the movie that you made us watch? You picked this, Logan. I did pick this because you said you wanted to talk about it. So I was like, yeah, sure, why not? I just... And you're like, you're like, it's not that bad. I'm like, oh, I'll give it a chance. And I mean, it wasn't that bad, but it's still... 
Yeah, I I definitely think it doesn't uh, deserve the scorn that has been heaped upon it. Do you think I'm going to put a third question in in addition to would you like it and how'd you recommend it? Which is, do you think it deserves a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes? Objection, leading question. No. Hmm. Probably like a 50 or a 40% maybe. I rest my case. I liked it. And sure, I'm going to recommend it. Everybody has to watch it, even if you're not going to like it. Dylan, what did you think? Uh, I'm kind of on the Logan here, the Logan scale. Uh, it, it was like real muddled, uh, which I think is the exact word I saw online. Like, oh, yeah, it is, it is muddled. Like, it's starting to do a lot of things, and it doesn't really pull them off super, super well. Um, I it had the misfortune. I had the misfortune of watching a lot of like better sci-fi movies like right before this, so <laughs> it kind of kind of colored colored my uh, my view. But yeah, it's a real dark film too. It's like super dark, so be prepared, be prepared for that. There's nothing wrong with a dark film, but it kind of feels like it, it it overreaches with some of its themes, and it doesn't quite have like I don't know the weight to match some of the like deep shit it gets into. All right, like and like it- a movie like it's kind of. I mean, okay, spoilers, spoiler zone. Copyright us. I want to kick off the spoiler zone because what I was going to say is going to start out as not a spoiler, but then lead into spoilers. No time for transitions. Here's a spoiler. Turn your podcast off if you want to see this. No, listen to what I have to say. All right. So I forgot what I was going to say. What was it? You say in the form of a rap? Yes. Well, my name's Watching Mute, and I'm here to say I'm an Amish guy. Hooray today. That's a good point, Matt. Building on that, uh, wow. Oh, I remembered what I was going to say. The things that I didn't like the most about it were just like a few small kind of clumsy storytelling things. Okay, like what? I don't remember. (laughs) <laughs> there, there is a uh... moon was so tight moon was like so tight and so well told and then this movie is just feels messy it feels like very like like amateur screenwriting kind of right uh, it feels, it's like got crime stuff in it and just a bunch of loose ends i actually it, kind it, of bit sort of what i was saying is maybe more amateur directing than or maybe more amateur editing than screenwriting i don't know there were i can't think of anything in particular but it seems like there was a few times when there was uh there would be like an unnecessary flashback or voiceover that was just kind of clumsy and overt to like make sure that we that reminds us of something and lets us know what's going on i feel like i kind of would have liked it more if it had just gone all the way with not caring if you get what's happening or not since it seems like a lot of people you know, found it hard to follow anyway. Like it's, I feel like it's extra bad if you do make an overt effort to get across to people what's going on and they still wind up confused. Like just rip the band-aids off. They're not really helping. Just throw it out there. Just throw the band-aid like out I, there even, and even see what people think about it. if I'm not following a movie, like just the, the no, vo- no actor saying the word, no, no actor mouthing the lines, like narration added, not narration, but like added, reminders are always so insulting like even if they do help me it's still just like oh come on that's the laziest shit you can do yeah i actually have had that exact experience before where i go oh come on i mean i didn't remember that and i (laughs) that did help me but still 
Before Justin Thoreau took off his mask, I thought that was going to be Sam Rockwell. I got disappointed, but then excited. And then mm. disappointed. Actually, uh, JL did that too. And she was Listeners like, is that Sam Rockwell? JL is on this yeah. podcast sometimes. <laughs> she was like, is that Sam Rockwell? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's not. Which, interestingly, uh, uh, well, I'll let you decide if it's interesting or not. But Duncan Jones wanted to make this before he made Moon. And he kind of made Moon because he couldn't get this made. He wanted Sam Rockwell to play that character. The mute guy? No. Uh, 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 interestingly, potentially again, Logan, he wanted to play the character that my wife, Dylan, and my legal wife, uh, jail um both thought was sam rockwell until he took his mask off duck uh but the reason that didn't happen is because sam rockwell didn't want to play duck he wanted to play leo and duncan jones oh. was like no we need like a big giant guy for leo well now he won the oscar now he's not going to touch any david jones duncan jones things yeah they did the oscars again last night and sam rockwell won an oscar award he rolled the dice and he got it was he uh, the racist cop he was the matt Dillon role right in the three billboards the matt Dillon. yeah from crash is like the same guy like jerk cop man i do not remember very much about crash next week's pick Boom. is i tonya uh, yeah, so uh, Justin Thoreau plays a real cool Sammy Davis Jr. style pedophile. Rhymes. And it's the best part of the movie, right? Man, also, Paul Rudd. I, I love Paul Rudd, right? I think no one doesn't love Paul Rudd. Yeah, uh, it was but, a really bad call making him the villain. Yeah, well, I, I, it's a I solid like to... like, try to twist, right? But and it's good for him, but it's like really hard to get over that it's Paul Rudd and yeah, it just like... kind of ends up being kind of like um, kind of the tone kind of just shifts like rip ripsaws with yeah. him. There's actually, there's like a pretty clear Trapper John Hawkeye Pierce vibe going on. And that is actually the impetus for that whole part of the story, which is Duncan Jones. When he was writing it, he loved Robert Altman's mash and those are his favorite characters. And whenever he watches it, he just like imagines how how great it would be to hang out with guys like that. But then he also reminds himself that they're horrible if they don't like you. And he was like, what if they hate you? And so wow. he kind of wanted to do that. And two things I want to say. One thing about Moon. One thing about this. Same thing. Uh. I actually, because I watched this, I don't know, a few weeks ago. So since we had to talk about it, I watched it again. Yeah, okay. The first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, I mean, I sort of liked it. it. Like, it definitely don't think it deserves the scoring it got. I sort of liked it, though I could never imagine watching it again. Like, I would never want to watch it again. I watched it uh, again this weekend. I liked it more the second time. And the other just huge difference is uh, watching it the second time, just how much it is Duck and Cactus's story. Like, Leo, the titular character, completely, he seems like just like a tertiary background character in the story of these two guys and what happens between them and one of them's ex-wife and child. 
I mean, he doesn't even really have any agency, right? He's, he's just on a goose chase by Duck. Well, is this a metaphor for not having agency? Hmm. Not having a voice? And then yeah. he gets forcibly implanted one through techno- horrible technology at the end? Hmm. Also, is it a hmm. feminist movie because of that? That they replaced the well, female role with the guy, in a way? What? All right, cut that. What? And then let me explain something I'm going to say. At the beginning of this movie, there's a girl watching the, like, just glimpse that you get of the boat accident. And I assume that this is his sister, but she never says anything and she's never referred to again. What's up with that? Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, it starts with her watching this thing and then her watching... Uh, the mother say that they're not going to repair the kid's vocal cords. Mm. And and I think her picture is like in this house too. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess that's almost like using like the negative space of the film to like draw your own conclusions there. Like, oh, obviously it's a sister. Moving Speaking on. of drawing your own conclusions hmm. and pedophiles, uh, I actually read somebody's speculation online that Duck wasn't like really a pedophile but he knew that cactus paul rudd he knew that he had killed his ex-wife and he really didn't like that especially because part of the killing his ex-wife was that he was going to take his daughter and run away which they're basically you know uh uh uh, duck's family and so he was kind of doing it to torture him like to make him worried about him that doing sounds like something, something a pedophile would say to defend another pedophile <laughs> well there are times when cactus is not around where he definitely need like he definitely is creepier than he needs to be in relation to little girl but he does like i don't know he puts it it's like it's pointed at cactus sometimes so i feel like there might be a little something to that i'm not gonna say he's not a pedophile but he does yeah, seem like he's kind of rubbing it in his face you're, you're defending i feel like you're uh, that's a very generous inter- generous that's a generous interpretation uh, i feel like that also could just be bad filmmaking right I like think, really putting yeah, in your face i think it was honestly it feels like they threw in the the pedophile angle just to like make you hate the character so when he gets murdered at the end that you care less and it feels like comeuppance. That's mostly what I felt. I definitely, the first time I did uh, interpret that the same way as like sloppy filmmaking that, you know, just not that he was putting it in Paul Rudd's face, but he was putting it in our face. And it's like, why are you going to be so overt about this creepy weird shit that you're into? But I don't know. He does... It does seem like he's kind of sticking it to Paul Rudd with it. What well, it also you know, adds a lot of let's tension with going, the, let's the say daughter. That, uh, like he lives in a future society, it must be really easy to be able to like prove on pictures of little girls. Why does he have to like put himself at risk? Maybe that's on to something. No, I'm not onto this. I was just sharing you this weird speculation. Uh, and actually, I did notice when I rewatched it the second time that. Duck knows that Paul Rudd killed his ex-wife and 
he's not supposed to. Like, Paul Rudd doesn't know that he knows. Or is hoping that he doesn't know. I don't know about that, because at the end, like, it seemed like he did know, and that Paul Rudd knew he knew, because he said he was messing with Leo. But there, there's a scene, uh, the scene when Paul Rudd is, like, mean to that strange lady that he's sits next to him in a restaurant or something. Paul Rudd's, like, you know, talking about what's going on with Leo, and he's like... I uh I think he's trying to track down uh not Nadia? Is that her name? Yeah, who cares? Anyways, he's like, I think he's trying to track down Nadia. And Duck's like, Yeah, good luck with that. And then Paul Rudd's like, What do you mean by that? And he goes, Oh, uh, nothing, just you know, I hope he does find her so he can chill out. Right. Yeah, that's a solid red herring, uh, for like thinking that Duck did something Duck did something with him. I that's a great point. I don't like how this uh, paints our servicemen, America's heroes, in a bad light. Hmm. Just like Mash. Just like Mash. Yeah. My one experience with Mash is the Futurama parody where you have the robot that you turn from maudlin to like funny. I I would almost tell you it's worth it to watch this movie again. Actually, I will go ahead and tell you that because I know that neither of you ever will, no matter how much I suggest <laughs> it or don't suggest it. But it is actually really funny how Leo's character is almost n- not existent at all. <laughs> Just that that's how it felt. It felt like it was these two guys' story. See, I like halfway through the film, I felt like, man, this story would be a lot better if it was just from a. Uh... Like Paul Rudd's character's point of view, be a lot better. Just be a better story. Oh, I don't know that that he was Paul Rudd on screen was making me scared because he his performance would like jump to so many different places, and it made me scared for him that he can't quite like hold down this like very complex role. Well, this was like this was like a half hour in, or like well, probably an hour in. Like it was halfway through the film that I thought this. So I mean. Yeah, things changed. But the beginning, yeah, that's what I thought. Didn't it bum you guys out when this movie ended and it was dedicated to David Bowie and uh, David Bowie's someone? I believe the other person was Duncan Jones's childhood nanny. Oh, okay. Who uh, was like a second mother to him and she died sure. like a year after David Bowie, I think. Wait, Dylan, are you saying David Bowie was married to Duncan Jones' nanny? I, you know, I assume. Is that what you said, I, we Dylan? Live in a, that's what I imply because we live in a patriarchal society where uh, men are married to the women that raise their children. I'm sorry for you guys. I'm sorry for everyone. I'm sorry for the podcast. I apologize. Thank you. Uh, this does remind me of a personal anecdote, though. If I can make this podcast about me for just one second. Please do. Um, I happen to be. Thank you. I happen to be on a road trip the day that David Bowie's last album, Black Star, came out, and the day before he died. Right, that was like one day between those two. Mm. And I happened to just on a whim listen to the entire album on the ride, uh, on, on my ride, and that was pretty cool because I'm probably one of the very few people who listened to that album before he died. In retrospect, it's like such a funeral dirge, like the whole thing. It's very. So yeah. David so you're saying Bowie's it was death... so cool because you knew he died before anyone else did. Like he died no. for you before he died for anyone else. Well, it makes a lot of sense that that's what that was about. But no, like being able to hear it without the pall of his death. Was Here, let me answer for Dylan. 
Dylan is saying that he killed David Bowie. Oh, okay. Yep, I I feel, I, I'm the one who taped a cell phone to his bed every to his face every night. I forget how he died. Wait, did he die of stomach Wait, cancer? Was did he? He was suffocated by a cell phone. Yes, through the tumor from his cell phone, it hurt, killed his uh, larynx. Larynx slowly. Larynx. Oh, so, oh I, that's the only Pokemon I need left. Did you get good luck? I don't think you can get it in the U.S. Uh, sure. did you guys like the trough in the men's bathroom? Yeah, I'm never going to forget that trough. I, like I didn't it. remember that, but it's that like you're literally pissing familiar. on paradise. That was fun. Yeah. That was a good little metaphor. It's like you're peeing on a beach. Yep. Like literally on the beach. Well, that's nice. That's a good uh, point. Oh, that's a good transition. What do you guys think about the world of, of mutes? Like the, you know, the cyberpunk dystopia i mean it uh-huh. feels like a generic cyberpunk dystopia uh-huh. there wasn't really anything that made it more interesting blade runner light yeah well i mean altered carbon at least had the had the idea that you have these discs that people could like swap out they had discs where you put your all your like you're pretty much you put your brain and people would swap them out to different bodies and take over different bodies and essentially like the really powerful people could live forever I mean, like, that was a cool take on cyberpunk, I think. That it was, was like something new. Transfer transit. Yeah. Whereas this, we have like a guy who's supposed to be Amish, but then uses a bunch of technology anyway because they can't get around it for the story. I think he's like a lapsed Amish, right? You know, he's like a lapsed Catholic. Like he still kind of identifies with it, but he doesn't, you know, necessarily like practice it. He's on Rumspringer. But he, he missed the best part of the movie. He didn't even see the cameo, the Sam Rockwell cameo. Yeah. Which, Logan, have you seen Moon? No, I have not. Was that from Moon? Yes. No. Oh. I mean, not from Moon, but from what happened in Moon. I was actually curious. I kind of feel like those might be funnier if you didn't know what those were about. When the movie just kind of stops to do that little bit. Yeah. Did you watch Moon, Dylan? Yes. All right. I thought so. I watched a lot of movies. I got a big old piece of paper here. Which I actually just rewatched Moon, and this could be interesting, depending on what you think about how things are interpreted by you. Uh, I liked Mute more the second time. I liked Moon less the second time. I still think it was a better movie, but I feel like that's because they're because, wow, this is going to be let's hang out with me here. Hang out. Take a seat. All right. Moon is is a tighter movie, better told. So like you don't miss a lot. So it's not like you have to watch it again to like get shit you miss, like to to do your homework twice. Whereas mute, you kind of have to watch again to like get the motivations of these characters are like the little things that they do. Mm. You gotta have your new game plus, you know, to, to get the full picture. But you shouldn't have to because it's a fucking movie. Your Rogaine plus. Yep. Yeah, you get your hair back for the. Otherwise, what's the point? Ex- severely bald. Do you think Paul Rudd dyes his hair? He's like in his late forties. He probably dyes his hair. I don't know because you look at uh, movies with Paul Rudd from like thirty years ago, and he kind of looks the same. 
You know, I'm going to watch... People say that. I'm going to watch a Blu-ray. I'm going to watch a 4K of Clueless and see if that holds up. I Actually, I think it was this movie we were watching that J.O. was like, this is the oldest I've ever seen Paul Rudd. And I was like, that's probably literally true. What a handlebar mustache will do to a man will age you. Uh, well, he still looks like the kid Drinking in the wheelchair martinis. from Mac and Me. Mm. That's a Conan O'Brien reference for you fans <laughs> out there. Just while you go to YouTube, watch the Supercut. It gets funny, and then it gets not so funny. Then it gets funny again. So, mm. uh, yeah, the world's kind of it's kind of mad. I mean, that's it's uh, it's fine, but it's like not too it's it's not too imaginative. It's it's like it's it's a round down. I know it's not really about that, but um, yeah. I don't know, David Bowie's son, like David Bowie's son. Um, you know, maybe go back to like a little tighter thing. I can tell this is very personal for you. I can tell you, you like you said, you wanted to make this for a long time, even before Moon. But I, I think that the story was, uh, but it started out like you know differently, and I kind of feel like it ended up being a sci-fi-ish future movie just to help it get made like to just tie it in with moon because people liked moon you know i mean I, yeah i guess you're right it could just be made in modern times just fine but i mean I originally do... it was going to be that's how he yeah. originally wrote it that would have worked oh like, that would have been like, better yeah probably was like hey now we got to put a hook on it we got to spend more money on this movie that probably won't make any money they wouldn't have all of the uh uh people drawing all these negative Blade Runner parallels. I mean, it is very like anti, it's very like, uh, not anti, but I love like the indictment of Siri and voice assistants. Where it's like, well, what do I do? I guess I'm out of this. Like I'm not only do I choose to be left out of this future. I'm also forcibly left out of it through things that happen to me. Like at the library. That's yeah. I, there's multiple times when he can't use a thing because you got to talk. Which I guess, like, that's less of a concern in the future, providing access for differently abled people because all the stuff can be fixed. Yeah, it it does remind me just the future, the near future setting, kind of like how, like, I don't really care. You know, I know I strike like a real, like, I come off as like a jock kind of over podcasts, (laughs) like I'm sure, like our reader, our listeners have told us that. But, you know, I don't really care for, like, mm-hmm. I don't really follow sports. I don't really play, like, a lot of sports video games or play sports or watch them. No, but the complaint put, like, that we uh, got about you was from someone who said that you came on their jock. Ha ha ha! Yeah! Oh. Woo! Badoomps. All right, I'm done I don't for that. I to that horrible thing you said. Uh, but, yeah, so I don't really care for that. But, like, you put, like, a Mario hat and some Bullet Bills and some Koopas in there, I'm all over it. I love that Mario Golf and Mario Tennis and Mario whatever. I don't care about the real sports. Kind of the same way in, like, movies a lot of time. Like, you put some near-future stuff on it, I'm on board, no matter what it's about. Hey, I have a note here, uh, which is just the... Their, like, slogan to get people to report things was, Don't be shy. Screw that guy. <laughs> that was I did laugh out loud at that. That was that was good. They made they made that work. Uh, so I yeah, so I, I'm actually curious. I didn't really look at the other buzz, uh, the other like really. I knew it had like a bad critical reception, but do you have like more specifics? Maybe like what did people just really hate about this? Like really hate? Um, 
I read some reviews because I, like I said, I didn't read anything except that it got really shitty reviews before I watched it. And then I was like, why? And so I looked oh, it up. Oh, because it's a secret Cloverfield movie, right? It's... Cloverfield 4? <laughs> yes. The Cloverfield... Help me think of a word. Girl in, Girl in a box. Uh, oh, yeah, that reminds me of something else. Did you like Bernie? that this Bernie? wasn't a woman in a refrigerator story? Yeah, <laughs> technically it's true. <laughs> technically not, but it is. <laughs> because she was next to the freezer, not inside mm. of it. I just thought of Bernie. I mean, a lot of women are a lot of freezers, but... Yes. I just... Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't help thinking about that since he actually went to the freezer and looked in it and then she wasn't there, but she was wrapped in plastic next to it. Sorry, Nightbreed. You don't get a buddy in our podcast pantheon. Yes. What? I think there was a woman in the freezer in that movie, right? Pretty sure. I remember that. I don't, I don't think so. That. Let's write on it. Okay. So, uh, what's your favorite scene? Mm. You. Yeah, you. Ugh. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I actually didn't. I don't remember reading anything specific. Just people were saying that it was uh, a mess and that a lot of people brought Blade Runner up, which I thought was kind of weird because, I, I mean, that's it's not it's just Blade, Blade Runner in this movie. That's like a lot of future society shit is kind of depicted in very similar ways to that. But but the like the cyberpunk like cyberpunk pretty much started in film with Blade Runner. Like that's what really kicked it off. And for film at least. Yeah. So that's what like, people think too. That's what I'm saying like why single this and Blade Runner out? Kind of all the movies ripped off Blade Runner. Because it's not doing much with its near future. It just yeah. there. Logan, you read uh, you read Neuromancer? No, but I've heard it. I actually looked at Cyberpunk. Like, like I've heard about it. Like people have recommended it to me. My sisters recommended it to me, and I was reading about it earlier too. I don't know I about the sister about business, but you should read Neuromancer. It's a really good book. I will listen to Neuromancer eventually. It's great. I'll, Do it in your brain somehow, however you choose. I'll do it when there's like we finally get like an internet connection just jacked in our brains all the times. And I'll just I'll like once we actually achieve the future of Neuromancer, then I'll read Neuromancer. Yeah, they're gonna put podcasts out of business, so let's hope that doesn't come too fast. I will be oh, man, very no. slow to adapt adopt that technology. That won't put podcasting out of business. Podcast will be booming. Yeah. And people will be able to like have podcasts directly in their brain anytime. Yeah, when people want to hear us, I guess I should say if, uh, then they just think about if us. If one and... would ever want to hear us. Yes. Someday such someone a out there wants then... to hear my voice. They just think about us and we all get an electric shock and we have to start talking. All right, wow, that's actually yeah. a solid premise for a Black Mirror episode, I guess, because I've never seen that show, but it sounds like it could be. Uh, I haven't watched the third season yet. I'll I'll check it out and see if... If they snaked us on that. So in conclusion, we should have watched Bright. No. <laughs> we'll never know now. I'll never Dylan, see Well, Dylan, it's your, it's your pick this week. So. <laughs> That's true, Dylan. Oh, was that foreshadowing? You'll have to I wait to find out. 
maybe. Unless you want to scrub forward to the end of the show. You can pick Bright if you want. I don't know if you want to watch it. I don't need your permission to pick a movie. Well, I kind of do. Logan Moon is on Netflix now if you want to watch that. Yeah, Moon's real good. You should watch Moon. Oh, Moon. Moon. With Academy Award winner Sammy Rockwells. And Academy Award winner Kevin Spacey. Playing character Sam Bell. Sam Rockwell, not Kevin Spacey. But in hindsight, actually, Kevin Spacey as that character kind of works because his voice is like not discomforting, but at the same time, you feel like there's something sinister going on there. It does enhance his performance. I suppose you're right. The knowledge that he's. um, Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, let's look at my old paper notes here. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, Justin Thoreau. Read the one about Kevin Spacey. Oh, I don't have that. Wait, I do have that. Kevin Spacey is a monster. Uh, I can never enjoy Baby Driver anymore. <laughs> Thank God I saw it before things happen. It's like seeing Green Room before Anthony Elgin died. Oh. Uh... But I did that. It's like listening to David Bowie's Black Star before David Bowie died. But have you watched any of these things after the things? To not once verify whether it actually ruins it for you or not. Uh, you know, I guess it kind of works with Baby Driver, right? Kevin Spacey is a jerk in that. Yeah, he's very scary. Logan, you seen uh, Baby Driver? No, I haven't. I think it's cheap on Amazon for rental or something now. Though I think it's like a dollar or two or something. Close your eyes. Give me your hand, darling. I'll Can pick up the Apple TV remote and I'll buy uh, Baby Driver TV for you with your money. Remote thumping in your hand. Oh, it's like five ninety nine right now. Worth it. My favorite scene was when the Hobbit uh, geisha uh, has the sex spots. It was a Hobbit, right? It's one of the Hobbits. Oh yeah, it was the so. uh, was what's his name McDonough. Something? It was Mary Doc Arpiffin. What's that guy's know. name? Yeah, that was that guy. I didn't realize that until oh, yeah. after. He was also. Charlie from Lost. He was on heroin. Charlie the baby. Yeah. And then he needlessly sacrificed himself underneath the. That was such a bad. That's like one of the moments that I lost. I got lost the lost. Are you talking about this movie or Lord of the Rings? I'm talking about Lord of the Lost, Lord of the Flies. Mm. Oh yeah. So none of, of us have favorite scenes. Um. Yeah, I don't really have one, honestly. Yeah. Do you guys feel you know, I will like say I've watched much worse movies on the streaming service before? Do you guys feel like you have any questions, like things that you didn't quite understand that maybe no. since I watched it twice I could No, not really. Right. I mean I followed it pretty well, just some shit just seems kinda dumb. Okay. Cool. I just read Wikipedia afterward and it kind of uh it loosened the gaps for me. It it got so... some money. So I want to talk about, like, he put the voice box in the guy at the end. Mm-hmm. Why? It really didn't make sense. He wanted to hear him apologize. Yep. It was, that's... That was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, not, kind of uh, not arguing with you on that, but just that was the reason. Yeah, I mean, it was just, I don't know, it seemed It's dumb. like the point you were making, Logan, about, like, they're forcing the story, like, they're forcing the metaphor down like that. Like, it's very, like... 
it's when like a character's motivation takes a backseat to like the thing that needs to happen in the story or it needs to happen to make the metaphor complete, I guess. Hmm. But I guess like, Oh, he was done. Like his friend is dead. Even though yeah. he kind of let his friend die a little bit. Right. And like he could have saved Paul, his friend. Yeah. And why did Paul Rudd's character try to like take on a giant man hand to hand combat? He was drunk. I think. Cause he's a big loud mouth and thinks he can yeah. do whatever. It's cactus. Oh yeah, you guys know why Duck was called Duck, I assume? Because his name is Duck, and he likes mm-hmm. to party. Because his name is Donald. Yeah. That's oh, why. That's fun. I didn't get that the first time I watched it, which is why I brought it up. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so walk me through this again, this movie that I just saw today. Okay, um, so it opens the, on a kid yeah. getting chopped up with a boat. And then uh, Alexander Skarsgård is swimming, and you see in the background that we have successfully digitized all the dolphins in the world. And yeah, they're they're all yes, they're all ones and zeros now. And you're up to speed. Oh, cool. Okay, no, that makes sense. Yeah, all right, I'm good. So why is okay? So duck. Is trying to duck uh, is fucking with his friend. He, remind me the motivation for him to like fuck around with Leo. Like he eventually wants. He's trying to sabotage Bill's plan to leave to go to America. Right. That's his whole motivation there. Yeah. Uh, I people. Some people think so, but I think so. I mean, why else would he do it? Like he says, he was just having fun being a dick. But it really does seem like he is leading Leo there, especially because of the. Too- the like yeah. particular times when when he drops clues is like right after uh, Cactus did something to like make him kind of mad. That reminds me of a little show called Pretty Little Liars. How so? Because there was always like a character off screen that was like texting the main characters. It felt like a, almost like an escape room, but you know, it was television. Did you like uh, everybody else's cell phones in the movie that they look like little sparkly? Bug plugs or something? Yeah, that was up to speed. I thought that was something else for a bit. Um, but then it made more sense. What it was. What did you think I like the was? one the one guy. The one guy who helps uh helps uh Leo order food or figure out the phone numbers where he's playing a little game. That, that yeah. was good. That was like VR. AR. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like he's wearing like a he's wearing like a Soviet shirt, a, a North Korea shirt, I think. I can quite tell. Made sense. Also, I hope that people adopt that delivering food to you wherever you are. That they just like chase you down, bring you food. Isn't that, isn't that already kind of a thing? I feel like it was a thing very briefly, and then it was like very quickly, like like uh, legislated to not be a thing. Like there was like a, a couple of like it's a taco delivery in New York. It was through drone, and then they like Ooh. I haven't heard much about that in a while. Hmm. There's the Amazon drones. Are they still doing that? They were gonna do that. Are they still developing their army of drones? Yeah, their drone army. We get closer to our cyberpunk future every minute, Logan. This would be a lot easier if we saw Moon. It'd be a lot easier in all of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth seeing. All right. Anyway, so are we transitioning Did... to well? The part where we let's keep talking transition about the movie. to talk about being mute. No, it's. Uh, I was just gonna bring up. <laughs> Uh, Duncan Jones, did you see any other two movies he directed? Nope. I just yeah. saw Star Wars The Last Jedi. 
Do you know what they are? That's not that. He directed Source Code. Whoa! Really? Yes. Like Shia LaBeouf or something? That no one remembers, and no, it's not. It was Jake Gyllenhaal. I like that movie, but I expected nothing. I did like that movie. Yep, the same things you said, but for me, is agreed. The other movie he directed was Warcraft. Boof. Which... Hubba hubba. Had a budget of like 160 million and it ended up making like a little shy of 500 million so it was and 490 a, million of that was in china right it was a the movie. almost all there was only like uh 40 something million of it was u.s but uh yeah it was really popular in uh, some other countries and because it only made half a billion dollars. It was a huge commercial failure where they sort of almost broke even because studios now spend way more on marketing than they do on production. It was pretty much just a big video game cutscene, right? I assume I never saw it. Yeah, and I haven't uh, seen it yet. I need to go well, watch it. Well, next point. week's pick. Do you need to, Logan? You're, you're only, <laughs> we only have so many point. hours in our life. Yeah, I'm, you know, I want to watch it, but I want to watch it when I don't have to pay money for it. That's You're anytime. just like everybody else except the Chinese and Russians. <laughs> David, but I can't imagine him on set directing, like, what, it's just everyone, like, literally everyone's wearing spandex, like green spandex, right? Like, in a green room? It looks very video game It's based on video game. Called That's Star true. Wars. <laughs> Uh, well, that's a really weird filmography. Yeah. He likes to make his sci-fi movies, um, and they range from quirky to overblown messes. And, uh, he made the first one that everybody liked because he couldn't get this one made. I mean, I like the source code, though. Even though the ending didn't make a lot of sense, but, uh, it was good. Yeah. I feel the same. I think I read about about source source code and was like, well, it's fucked up. It's worth watching. It's cool. It's definitely like you know Twilight Zone. Yeah, it's exciting. It's tight. It's a tight movie. It's just it's tight. It's like a long good episode of something. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna spoil. I'm gonna like spoil yeah, the source code like right now. Movie. Just saying. So doesn't at the like end of that film like doesn't he like marry the or like live with the guy? Well, like source code doesn't he like go back in time and like on a train or something? Is that the same movie? You can interpret it. It's a, yeah. well, I mean that that is the premise of the movie that he's going he's he's like going back to like try to solve a crime. So he pretty much just so he pr- pretty much essentially kills some dude by taking over his mind and then like lives his life with his, that guy's wife. Well, not really. It's very it's up for interpretation. Just watch Source Code. It's like what? It's an hour and a half. How long are movies? Uh, Star Wars. Watch Warcraft. Watch Source Code. How do you do that? Watch yeah, Moonverse. Watch, watch Horse Code. Watch the hor- <laughs> Watch Horse. It's only what five hours, I think. If I was gonna watch any of those movies, like any of those other movies, I'd watch Moon. Yeah. Good yeah. Call. So that seems like it's the most interesting of his movies. Speaking of what we yes. haven't yet watched lately, what have you not yet watched lately, Dylan? Well, 
I've not. Right, this was a boring, see, bad idea. Sorry. I haven't seen Itonia. I haven't seen the Florida Project, even though that's totally my experience. Yeah, I need to I haven't watch seen. That. Growing up in the Florida. I kind of want to watch the Florida Project. I do too, actually. Yeah, we should probably we like pick an actual good movie to watch. I know it's going to be so sad. Did we ever talk about this? I'm, I you see the, the trailer. It's like, oh, it's going to be real sad. That kid's going to grow up too fast. I don't watch. Also, living in Florida is kind of sad. What have you been watching lately? Uh, me. All right, well, I got a sure. lot, so don't, you don't want to get tired out, tuckered out yeah. all the movies. Logan, There's what have you been Dylan. watching lately? All right. Oh, no, so Dylan, I did a, you. I, I did a triple feature uh, one day because I – what else are you going to do with some friends? Mm-hmm. Um, I watched movies. Well, I, I kind of don't want to – well, let's. here's what I'll do. I'll, I watched movies. <laughs> say the names of the movies you watched. <laughs> nah, yeah, nah. like, you see, I'm like, you're going, like – you avoiding talking about them is taking up more time than you just talking about them. <laughs> no, I'm going to save for next week. But uh, Moon, I watched, and I liked Moon a lot. Moon is almost 10 years old. Moon is so old that um, I have a burned DVD from when I would like actually get physical DVDs from Netflix and burn them and return them the same day, like when I lived like two or three towns ago. And then never uh, watched And them. I never saw it until a couple nights ago when I texted Matt and said, hey, do I need to watch Moon before? And he was like, um, yeah, maybe. And then I did. And then that, he was right, because it's a good fucking movie. That's the spirit of what I said, I guess. That's the it's the paraphrasing. Uh Moon was great. It's tight. It's um I it's got a great performance by Sam Rockwell. And it's worth your time. Go watch Moon. Uh I also watched a movie called The Box by the Ooh. guy who brought you Donnie Darko. That was his follow up, I think. Or maybe I South Tales was his follow up. Okay. The box was bad. Yeah. Like so bad. It's almost kind of good. Like they're definitely, it's one of those things that I feel like M night Shyamalan does a lot where he pretends that like he was making a bad movie. Like, Oh, I was making a really campy B movie to as a defense. But I feel like with the box, that's kind of true because they got arcade fire to the soundtrack. And it's like very much (laughs) like a twilight zone, like fifties movie soundtrack. It's based on a script by, or a book, I guess by Richard Matheson. who's like such a classic, like sci-fi writer. Was it? Uh, it features Cameron Diaz and James Marsden with like the most amazing sliding accent. It is completely flatly directed. <laughs> it goes nuts, like it goes crazy nuts. Don't forget in ways. Uh, Langella, Frank Langella. Oh, well, he's, he's doing a great. I mean, he's camping. He knows what movie he's in, and he's doing a great job with it. I kind of like that movie. I'm not saying it was good, but I kind of liked it. Also, didn't that guy do? Uh, what was it? Uh, Strange Land Tales before that? Southland Tales. Southland Tales. Which was another one that was like uh, another, like, that's very controversial too, right? I feel like that's a cult movie that a lot of people hate, but a lot of people really strongly like. I have not seen that. Maybe we should watch that. Uh, I definitely remember, I remember loving, because there was the style of the time, Donnie Darko as like a, what, middle school kid? Early high school, it was so deep and important to me and like very, like exactly what I wanted. (laughs) And yep. then, like, following, like, oh, my God, what's his follow-up? What's, I think Richard Kelly is his name, I think. What yes. is his follow-up? R. And Kelly. you would see on IMDb for, like, literally five or six years, The Box. Oh, shit. And, like, the premise is, like, very, you know, very, like, Twilight Zone. Like, I can't wait for The Box. And then eventually just forgot about it. <laughs> Until I saw it on HBO Go a couple nights ago. And thought, let's give this box a try. It also had the misfortune of um, the triple feature I watched was an order of quality, like, downward. And it was the that box was the bottom. And it was just, like, man... It's just, uh, I don't know. It is so, it is possibly so bad it's good. So, if you're in the mood for some real shit sci fi with some like really bad acting, it's like way too long. It just gets crazy. 
<laughs> it's really crazy, and it, but it doesn't expo- really explore the craziness in a satisfying way. That's one. I watched the first half an hour of H2O, a Halloween tale, a Halloween story. Oh, the 20th anniversary of Halloween. Yeah, H2O. Did you know that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in this movie? Uh, no. Did you know that a little Cool J is in that movie? Yes. yes. Did you know that Josh Hartnett is in that movie? No. Yeah, sure. Did you know that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in that movie? Yes. Yeah, she's Laurie Strode. Did you know that at the beginning of the sequel to that movie, she gets murdered in the first five minutes? Yes. And did you know that that's not canon? No. <laughs> like Cannon Manders at all to the Halloween series. Yeah, yeah there was re- like that movie was bad. I mean, I don't know if you guys like are like me, where sometimes like it's late at night and you're just like, I want to put on a shitty horror movie, like one that actually won't scare me, but is kind of funny or bad that I can kind of just turn my brain off. Well, you it's gotta go, one of those. Well, you gotta go for like the the like lesser known films then. Like, you gotta go on the Amazon thing and find like the really low budget stuff. Logan. You are taking the words out of my mouth because I was about <laughs> to say that after H2O, I went on an Amazon Prime adventure. I had not been on Amazon Prime in a while. The If you just go down the horror tab, the movies they have on there are not even movies. Like, they're, like, made with iPhones. Yeah. Like, they're, they're basically, like, like porn without, the, without the, the sex. Like, it's it's just, like, who is making these movies? How <laughs> is Amazon hosting it? It's incredible. It's probably like a third-party seller type thing. You just sign up and put your movie on Amazon. I suppose. I mean, it's just very like they—they they definitely. I, I think if like usually think of Netflix is just like a shit show, like a shovel shit trouble. But man, Amazon Prime, people pay money for that. I also saw I'm almost done. Hang in there. I also saw a movie called Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh yeah, you said you had things to say about it. Go. I do, but I'm guessing Logan hasn't seen it. I have not. God damn it. Logan. It's not spoilers. Just go and say it. Okay. All right. Well, I would say that actually I kind of reapproached it. I, I, I really, really liked it at first. I watched it like two days after Blade Runner. I really liked the first maybe act. And then it kind of unraveled for me in the set, like the second act. And then I kind of just lost interest. And then it came back a little bit. I would say that I think, uh, Blade, okay. Blade Runner, Blade Runner's world building was amazing. And it was like so slight that it almost felt incidental, but it just, it, it hinted at such a huge, like cool, like living place. Not cool, you know, very sad, dystopian, but like a very like lived in real world. Uh, like through like background stuff, through little things. And I feel like Blade Runner 2049, uh, it's world kind of like insists upon itself. Like there's like a lot of set pieces and a lot of like, um, like things that like shout out to you, like how interesting and weird and different the world is. Um, I don't want to say too much like that. Yeah. Like the first, the, like, I feel like the first half of the movie feels like a, like a, like a, a good sequel. Like it's, it's, it's like thematically similar, but there's not, it's not a retread of the first movie, but then I feel like there's a lot of like stuff that sets up a sequel. Like so, it, it felt very like towards like this, this, the half, the middle two thirds, it felt very much like, Oh man, there's like some comic books and video games that really flesh some of this shit out. I can totally tell. Um, but then I kind of, after I thought about it more and like read some stuff like, Oh, but then that stuff is also kind of a, has a point in the movie that I don't want to say because Logan, you should probably watch it. I mean, it's real good. How'd you feel about Uh, his hologram wife? That was something people were divided on. Yeah. Uh, well, it's one of those things, right. Where it's like problematic on the face of it, but does have a point in the movie, even though it is like kind of indulgent, which is the point. So I'm I'm kind of at a wash for that. 
Uh, I thought Jerry Lita was a good touch. I thought he was like exactly what that would be. Like he's like very like Mark Zuckerberg, but like an even an even more evil future Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> uh, let's see. I felt like, well, again, I think this. I don't know. I feel like the first movie is very. Wow, this is kind of spoilery. I don't think this movie is cyberpunk in the way that Blade Runner was cyberpunk, but I don't want to say why. Okay, good. Because Logan, you should watch it. Give me a but hint. But I definitely liked. I liked it more than I thought I would. I thought like I would not like it. Obviously, coming into it, it's like a sequel to Blade Runner, but I liked it quite a bit, even though I, it kind of. Okay, I I liked it more than I thought I would, but I ended up liking it less than I felt I should after I started the movie. That's stupid. Yep, but there are no big. It's great because like there are no big boring CG like parts that are stupid and make me fall asleep. None of that. Like I wish. Um, I I felt like the well again the spoilery. I feel like the movie got rushed towards the end. Um, I kind of like I, I was surprised at all the Decker stuff. Like I, I didn't. I don't feel like I really needed closure to his story. <laughs> but uh, and I do feel like the movie respects its audience slightly less than the first movie because it definitely has those like band-aid lines that we talked about before where like you know a character will remind you what's happening or what their motivations are whether or not on on uh, on screen my I was watching with my family my my dad totally called one of the twists and we were so insistent that he was wrong but yep he was right which one and I I don't want to say but uh, right text it to yeah me. and yeah, and uh, <laughs> just to, just to end, just to end this, like I hate that this movie didn't make money because I wish giant, expensive sci-fi blockbusters were more like this than like I don't know, like what Justice League or like Valerian or even Star Wars, I guess. Like this, I wish there were more movies like this. This is completely beautiful, completely beautiful movie without without relying on a bunch of like CG bullshit, boring CG bullshit that insists upon itself. And that was my word salad about Blade Runner 2049. I wish we could talk about it freely, but Logan, you got all more to do. You got a lot of movies to watch. <laughs> did I mention... I mean, you could just pick it at some point. Did I mention The Vault? No. All right. The box. You talking about your dad predicting a thing in the movie. I just thought The Vault was funny because we watched that. That's the uh, James Franco haunted bank vault robbery movie. No idea what you're talking about. It's not good. It's on Netflix. But I thought it was funny because I have never predicted what happens in a movie faster. Before (laughs) the opening credits, I said what happened. And that's what happened. You said this on Netflix? Yep. All right, I'll take that challenge. Is it a recent, is it like one he made when he got into his making movies phase after he went to school? I actually kind of, just based it's on- It's a 2017 film. Just oh, okay. based on how the, the the movie feels almost like they might have put him in in post-production. They replaced, He was actually originally Kevin Spacey. They had to digitally go back and put him in. Yeah, like that. Which movie, movie did they actually do that with? Is that I don't yet? know. Okay. Well, they actually reshot some or scenes. Something. Which movie, though? I don't know. Mr. Charlize Cash there. Getter. Was, was Charlize there? It was someone. It was someone else. Wasn't Charlize there? Was it? But Marky I, Mark was not. Oh, Ms. Marky. I've never seen The Room, so I guess I can't watch The Disaster Artist. Yeah, you should. Oh yeah, Logan. Have you seen The Room? I have not watched The Room. Okay. Oh boy. Man, Kevin, next time we're all in town together, we should watch The Room. Kevin brought this up, asked me the other day if I had seen it, and then he speculated on whether or not the two of you had seen it, and I was right. 
that neither of you have seen it. I don't like that you guessed that. Dylan, the movie is all the money in the world that you're thinking of. So is that released yet? Scarface. Uh, All the money in the world. It was released at the end of 2017. Oh, okay. Man. I believe. Oh, it was an Oscar movie? That's usually why those movies come out then. Speaking of the Oscars. It's time for our Oscar cast. Hey, uh, on the red carpet. I think uh, Lady Bird's going to sweep it. Hmm. Did anybody else watch the Oscars? No, because the best part no. of the Oscars is the the <laughs> yearly like three hour stream that um that uh, Tim Tim Heidecker yeah, and uh, Greg Turkington do at, on Cinema at the Cinema. That is the best part of the Oscars. I thought you were gonna say when uh, Faye Dunaway and uh, fucking did they screw it up this time? No, but they had them do it again. Oh. I really wanted them to say like La La Land as best picture. Well, it's funny because what's his name? Uh, Warren Beatty. That's him. Warren Beatty. Very, very vain, like very, very like aware of how old he is, like very like wanting to appear not super old. And then he just looked like, even though it wasn't a small, he just looked like the oldest, you know, like senior moment guy. I just like that he was like looking at her like, this isn't right, right? This is something else. (laughs) Anyways. um, Oh, yeah. It's uh, something that I thought was weird and distracting is they kept like making a point of saying each time in each category, the men and women who do, you know, blank, which I get it what they're trying to do distance themselves from the thing that the movie business has traditionally been about, which is taking advantage of women. But while also ignoring them. Uh, but it was really weird. Like, first of all, just because of the unspoken, like, fuck all you intersex or non-binary people, but also just because it sounds weird. Like, I kept thinking about, like, what if they went up each time and was like, all all of the brave storytellers, the the white and black people... <laughs> Like, what and people of color just say people like you're going out of the way to make this weirder than it has to be or just say woman yes you could do that but then you have to nominate only women hey that reminds me too uh Mahershala Ali uh, presented something and I don't think I ever brought this up but I read something that I thought was funny in like a sad way that uh, when he won his Academy Award, there was somebody is like an ambassador. Or, I don't remember, like some kind of government uh, Pakistan dude who tweeted like congratulations to Mahershala Ali, the first Muslim Academy Award winner. And then he deleted the tweet uh, and people figured out it was because the like particular denomination of Islam that he uh, adheres to is illegal in Pakistan. That's nice. That was a good anecdote, and I like the punchline. Did you hear the punchline? That was great. I totally heard it. It's illegal in Pakistan is the punchline. No, the movie is banned in Pakistan? That's really funny. No, that particular kind of Islam. 
Oh, oh, okay. Anyways. Um, Sunni Islam? No. Ask Karchai Islam? You guys know the difference between Sunni and Shia? No, not really. Yeah, one of them off. has more like personal, like weird mystical thing, and then one of them doesn't. We're getting off topic. I'll talk to you about that later. Uh, There's two kinds of Buddhism, Theravada and Mariana. Mariana is a pasta-based faith. Mm. Which one is the one with olives? Putinesca. Um, I also liked a movie I saw, which was uh, Three Billboards Outside. Oh, you watched Three Billboards? Missouri. Yeah, I liked it. It's good. I like it because it's like has white people standing up for black people. Finally, does it? Is I just watched the trailer. I don't know. It looked like it looked like a white savior movie. Never seen it. Mm, yeah, it's not cool. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that ever happening. Anyways, good. it was good. I like uh, Martin McDonough a lot. Did you guys, uh, his last movie, Seven Psychopaths, wasn't. As good, but in Bruges, I loved. I, That's another Netflix burn DVD. I got to see that movie. Never seen it. I, I actually really liked Seven Psychopaths. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I liked Seven Psychopaths too. I just I didn't love it as much as I did in Bruges. What about I that Kiss Kiss Bang too. Bang? Never seen that. I saw that a couple of times because I kept thinking I hadn't seen it yet, and then I watched it again, and I was like, oh yeah, now I remember this. Oh, wait, did you guys, did we talk about Shape of Water? Did you see it when that. it was called Iron Man 3? Oh, did you see Shape of Water? Oh, yeah, I did see Shape of Water. Sorry, I, I forgot not. to say that. Did we talk about this? I feel like we did last week. I brought it up, but I feel like you hadn't seen it yet. Oh, I saw it. Like, before then? I saw it since I've seen it. I've seen it. Okay, say what you wanted to say about it. Well, I actually wanted to. Well, Logan, have you seen it? Matt, you have seen it. Logan, not yet. No. Man. Well, this isn't a spoiler, but she totally bangs a fish. Oops. Hey. Uh, no. Oh, man, um, I never didn't see that coming. But happened. you sure did. <laughs> hmm. Well, there's a gift that, you, that would explain all the things, but oh, you just watched the movie. Uh, no, I was going to say that it's interesting. Like, this movie, uh, this is a stretch, but I feel like this movie, it's weird how it feels like it has to end with its mute character having voice, like it, like his, like he's fixed. Like he's now a whole person. Whereas the whole thing with Shea Water is that like is like she's perfect just the way she is. She can't talk, and that's fine. I thought that was weird. Uh, do you think he kept the voice box though? Probably. Of course, uh, that other movie ended with a voiceover. Yeah, but that also also had a storybook like uh, feel to it, which made that fine. So did you see Get Out? Yeah, Get Out it's, was good as hell. It's burned. Yeah, hey, I feel like Get Out was better than Shape of Water. Listen, I, well, I want to award the old people, like, I want to, like, give them credit, like, the old people of the Academy for giving this picture to, like, a, a fish fuck movie by, like, a nerd director. Yeah. But it's probably just because they don't want to vote for the movie, you know, about race stuff. Yeah. Also, they kind of, like, want to appear like, oh, we're giving awards to fish fucking movies, so we're all about diversity. But then they gave the best supporting actor to Sam Rockwell for being a racist in the movie. Oh, he's a racist? I thought he was a good guy. Secretly 
He's a racist. I mean, I didn't say he wasn't a good guy, but he's not. Or is he? It's not, not a great guy. I don't know. That movie is lots of good moral relativism about how people are people and, you know, capable oh, just of like Crash. good or bad. Ugh. Quit bringing up Crash. <laughs> Makes me sad. We're watching Crash next week. Also is never mind. Uh, what else did I watch? Oh, I watched uh, The Gift. We've already seen that. No, I didn't. We've talked like, about The Gift. Like You've talked gift? about The Gift before. I've never seen it. The Joel Edgerton one. Stars the guy who kind of looks like you, and he wrote it. I think. And That's either, what year was that one? That like was two years ago. Yeah, a few years ago. Okay, it's not like the the older one with like. Yeah. Uh, no. I remember liking yeah. that one though. I haven't yeah, seen I know it why you like that one. Is it a why? remake? No. You haven't okay. seen The Gift, or have you? I've seen The Gift, starring Joel Edgerton, and he made it. I saw it in the theater. Okay. Yeah, I like uh, two things. I like. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually thought that movie was pretty funny, and it would be. <sighs> There's a thing I want to say, but it's kind of spoilery. So funny? instead, I'll the just. Gift was funny to you? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, first of all, I I like that Joel Edgerton uh, wrote and directed a movie about a fucking weirdo loser, and he like cast himself as as that the like dangerous person. Uh, and also, I like to think. I like to think that he made that movie because he did this to a couple and he made the movie just to like kind of show everybody like I was right, right? Like the, it's the couple who were assholes. Am I right? Woof. Ew. That's a gross I thing to say. I think Jason Bateman does an okay job as the role that he is. Who? It's what? Oh. Jason Bateman. Yeah. I'm, yeah. You're worried about spoiling the gift. Logan, you don't care. I mean, the gift is okay. That was the movie about like when there's some guy comes by and then like a bunch of creepy shit starts happening, right? Yeah, it's no, that it's movie. called "Be Nice to People You Went to High School With" because they might like bother you later if you move to the same town as them. The movie would be a lot better if like paternity test didn't exist. Ugh. Logan, then it would be a lot more powerful. Logan, you've been such a good guy. You've been a good boy today. I think what you've have you earned seen the right to talk about the anime. Logan? I haven't really been watching much this week because I've been really busy at work. And I barely I had enough know. time to watch this movie, honestly. <laughs> I'm sorry that we made you watch this movie then with your limited time. You could have watched I movie. mean, it was my choice, so I'm sorry I made me watch this movie. Yeah, don't try to take his agency away from him, Dylan. Yeah. I watched, Ash- I watched Ash vs. Evil Dead. That's still good. Okay. I like that. Good. Yeah, have you been watching it? Have you guys been keeping up with that? It's pretty yes. great. Yep. No. I heard that it got bad or something, but I don't it, know. I hear a lot of it, things. It got bad at the end of season two. Like, the ending of season two wasn't that great, and someone actually left the show because of it. Like, one of the writers. Damn. Damn. Well, Sam Raimi. 
No. <laughs> um, one of, like the first season, they went back to the cabin. I think around like the season finale, I believe. Then oh, the yeah. second season, they were supposed to do something. Then the season finale, they went back to the cabin. Oh. Too. Well, that's boring. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't awful, but it wasn't that great. And the ending was kind of weird. But whatever, season three's doing pretty well. Cool. I like it. I like a healthy. I like it when what's his name has work. Bruce Campbell. I like it when he's getting a paycheck, especially doing something that he likes. The show's really funny. It's cool. really good. Yeah, I should watch that at some point. I should also just watch the old Evil Dead's. So I've only seen the remake. Oh well, the remake's pretty solid. It's a horror film. Yeah, it's Evil pretty Dead, good. Evil Dead Two's. Have you, you watched Evil Dead Two? I assume you've seen no. that, right? Are no. you fucking shitting me? <laughs> How can we never watch that, Logan? Every time you come to my house and have abduction on, you would never say, Dylan, you know what? We should watch Evil Dead 2. Oh my god. You never said I, that to me once. Poor boy, if I would have known, I would have done that. Yeah, you're too like... busy saying, stop playing abduction, Dylan. Stop it. And then I would turn <laughs> up the volume. I mean, I, I have like... Here I, is th- his apps. I think I have like three copies of Evil Dead 2. <laughs> I think it's streaming. It probably is. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere right now. It, it's it is sometimes. I'm Shop smart. Shop S smart. Am I right, you guys? I'm a true fan. That's <laughs> Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Hansel and Gretel. The worst of the trilogy. I saw a clip of like it looked really funny. It looked like someone was like throwing skeletons on Bruce Campbell and he fought them like in front of a green screen. It looked really funny. I am probably I kinda watch that movie. Uh all right. So, what else do you watch with your limited time? You working man? I watch Killing Bites, which is on Amazon Prime. It's an anime mm-hmm. about monster people, animal people, things. That's it's ridiculous. It is so bad. It's <laughs> I don't want to say it's so bad. So it's bad. Good. It's ellipsis. It's I don't want to say it's so bad. It's good. It's I don't know. It's one of those. It's cheesy. It's like it's constantly winking at the audience. Like it knows just enough. Like it knows how to be ludicrous and funny. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, fuck it. It doesn't it's hard make to sense. tell with anime with me sometimes. Like it's hard to tell if they're trying to be stupid or if they're just stupid. <laughs> it's pretty much <laughs> just like a a grindhouse thing. It's like it's dumb. It's great. It's bloody. It's violent. It's it's just B movie greatness. And if something doesn't make sense, it's just kind of like, you know, that doesn't make sense. It's like, yeah, fuck it. You know, just roll with it, whatever. <laughs> I think when you started talking about anime, we activated Matt's code word that makes him use the bathroom. I bet he's not going to say anything right now. Yeah, I'm cleaning my pants now because you said the mm-hmm. word that makes me go to the bathroom on myself. That's what happens. I want to watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because hear that's good. Oh, that is good. I mean, I wouldn't start with the first season. The second season's pretty oh. good. Starting well, with that. Hey, like the Simpsons, I guess. did you guys know that Talk Soup is back and it's on Netflix <gasps> now? Oh, who's hosting? Joel? Joel McHale. Yeah. It's, it's not What's Her Name it's or What's called, His Name or Greg Kinnear. It's called like the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale or something because they can't yeah, call it Talk okay. Soup, but it's Talk Soup. Cool. Yeah, I tried Chelsea watching. Amler also has a show. <laughs> I tried watching it and I turned it off because I don't want to listen to a bunch of reality TV <laughs> stuff. <laughs> they showed a clip from tag and i was like i think logan talked about this Ooh, yeah it was uh i forgot it's the same guy who directed that rap battle movie we watched uh tokyo, tokyo gangster 
It's Tokyo something. Tokyo Tribe, Tribe. that's what it was. Tokyo Tribe. Tokyo Tribidism. Okay. Well, you got the explicit tag now. I guess we'll go ahead and use it. Um, What is a baby and where do they come from? Well, when two people fuck each other very much, then you get a fish and you do it. Someone's seen The Shape of Water. Sorry, Logan, for that spoiler. Um, Yeah, sorry. What, you see anything else? I feel like we're still squeezing some juice out of you. There's some pulp left. I get that juice. Where's it, Logan? Oh, for me? Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I mean... The way that cut out made it more terrifying. Sometimes I treat this segment like like this is interrogation style. and like, I know you know where it is. Get it out of here. I really haven't watched anything else. I mean, there's stuff I need to like catch up on that I usually follow, and I haven't watched it yet this week. Have either of you seen any good interrogation scenes lately? Yeah, the Batman Telltale game season two has an okay interrogation scene. Oh, I started playing the first chapter of that. Of the second season? Of the first. Oh, the first one? Yeah, yeah. okay, so it's weird, because the first one's like pretty good. The second one... You need to get ready. You need to be training yourself to suspend your disbelief because there's a lot of shit that, like, I mean, I guess that's how comic books work too in general. I don't know. I wouldn't know. But uh, man, yeah, season it pays off chapter, a lot of cool stuff though. The second, the second season pays off a lot of cool stuff. Okay. Yeah, jail kept coming in and going like, "Oh, ooh, make him break the guy's legs and fucking stab Aww. him or something," and I'd be like, "Oh, now Batman's a psycho in my game." Well, it's like either you can be a fascist or you can be like a little wimp. No <laughs> in between. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess ba- Batman is a psycho. So, Yeah, he's pretty crazy. American psycho. Yeah, he dr- dresses up as a bat and does crazy shit. Patrick Rich Batman. guy having fun doing that. Come on. Uh, so, this is the part of the podcast where you pick a movie. This turn is to pick a movie. Dylan, I think it's what's your, your turn, movie? Dylan? What? All right, I'm going to level with you guys. Mario? I picked movie this week. I'm nervous, though, because I feel like you guys have seen it, but I'm just going to give it a shot. Hey, Dylan, pick that movie or whatever. Well, let's talk about it for a while. Good um, on, Logan. Let's, let's talk it. about this. So, Hey, Dylan, pick that movie or whatever. Covered up that cough real well. Uh, okay. And then you There is a horror movie. We, we like to watch a lot of indie little indie horror movies. This ties into something I found on Amazon Prime, because that's where it is. It's a 2015 release called They Look Like People. I feel like you assholes have probably seen it, though, because you guys watch a lot of shit. I don't think I have. Oh, cool. I haven't seen it. All right. Well, don't like just watch the movie. Like, don't just go in cold. I mean, I know you guys always do that anyway, but I mean, I know what happens in the movie. Oh, well, that's weird to not have seen it. Do you still want to watch it or do you want to do something else? I mean, I'll watch it. Why not? All right. I think it's worth your time to watch. Um, I think it's worth your time. It's a it's a petite hour 20, so you can't complain. Uh, it's called They Look Like People. That is the pick for next week. And that is movie law. I'm signing off on the movie books. They are in the oven. It's turned up 450 degrees. Um, when this thing's preheated, we'll watch it, and then we'll talk about it. It's going to take a week. So we got to cook the movie? Is this Amazon Pantry? Put your Amazon Fire Stick into the fire. Mm-hmm. And tell me what you see. Game of Thrones coming sometime. Hey Logan, you watch Westworld yet? Uh, not yet. Well, hurry the fuck up! It's coming out pretty soon.
The second one. Maybe like the second season, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll catch up after Ash vs. Evil Dead ends. You, okay. you don't want to get to it. Get all then the spoilers. I'll, like, get HBO or something. Hey, here's a personal anecdote. I bought a pair of pants on Coles.com and I went to a store that I don't, don't normally go to in Jacksonville to pick it up. And was I picked up Kohl's? my pair of pants. It, it, it was in the back of the store. It's a department store called Kohl's. You can use a promo code um, uh, WTF of Mark Marin to get 10% off anything that's not Levi jeans or electronics. So I went to the Kohl's. First of all, the customer service is in the back. Don't appreciate that. I had to walk all the way to the back of the store. The Kohl's, the near where I live, is to the front. So I get back in my car after I pick up the pants and like, there's like a giant, like a giant truck comes and parks next to me. And I'm kind of just like, you know, doing my thing, right. I'm like checking my phone. Cause like I'm in a real part time. I normally go to I'm, like, the like, thing that we all are. know that you do in department stores. I'm in my car though. So that joke does not apply. Strike it. No, it, it gets just more detailed. So I'm in my car and I'm just, you know, I'm just chilling. Like I'm kind of getting my glasses out. Like I've got like, you know, I'm looking at the pants that I bought and then I hear a knock on my window, and that's never good. I mean, that, that best case scenario, like, what is it going to be? Like, when someone knocks on your window when you're in a parking lot, like Just somebody may, wants to tell you, know, you who have randomly cool sees hair. you. Yeah, it's never going to be fun. So I look up, and it's uh, like this old white lady with frizzy hair, and she says, "Make sure you buckle up." And I just like gave her a thumbs up and a weird smile, and she walked away. That's a great story. Really weird. I looked at her her truck and it said she had one of those Stand Up for America Be an American stickers on it. So I don't know. I mean, I guess she's just trying to be nice. I right, but like I'm in a parked car. Like what's happened? Like what? I'm in Jacksonville. I'm in the middle of Jacksonville. What are you doing? She's I'm driving. She's thinking when you're one of those people who doesn't buckle up when they drive. She's trying to save your life, Dylan. Yep. I makes me. It, I buckle up, right? Because mostly because my car shouts at me when I don't constantly, like every ten seconds. So I don't. But it made me not want to do it because that lady told me to do it, and that lady seemed like a jerk. You're just contrary. You're like, I know it's for me, but I don't like that person. So I'm not gonna do yeah. it. Yeah, what a jerk. She sucks. All right. So next hey, week's movie. Hey, thanks for helping us save Dylan's life, and you gotta get it on. And remember something we said that one time that still stands. And email us, and you could win. Good night. Is it daylight savings time where you live? Because we don't know if it is where we live. It's not gonna be anymore. Yeah. Or it's States always rights. gonna be. It's light outside right now, and it's like seven thirty. Yeah, I think well, like be... this is the new time. Like this is the yeah. one that will so it's stick. always going to be daylight savings. Damn, I hate that. I don't go out until it's night. So that means like uh, half of the year shows are going to be on at different times. Oh, whatever. That's cool. Yeah. Now that I watch a lot of TV, that's just weird. Well, I mean, let's be real. Cable okay, TV is do not dead. Like it's who watches cable TV anymore? Uh, seriously, starring Bruce Campbell. But you can watch uh, free TV if you have an antenna and a TV. And yeah, but I mean, that ain't pretty much everyone's just watching stuff online these days. It is the just go on your I free laptop it. and go to pirate.steel.tv.com and you can just watch what you want to watch. And put in the offer code Dylan to get me arrested. Mm hmm care of target all right uh well we watched a movie we talked about it sorry it wasn't that great 
Oh, wait, next hold on. week, maybe it'll be good. I don't know. Hold on, let me see if it's I a Dylan pick. Those are pretty great. Hey, I recorded it. That's good. Cool. It been really bad if we didn't. I'd be disappointed. We'd have to do it again. All right, Logan, watch Moon. You're going to watch three movies. You're going to watch Moon. You're going to watch Blade Runner 2049. You're going to watch the one you have to watch the podcast so we can I'm all gonna talk watch... freely about it. Welcome to Willits. I'm going to watch... No. You look like people. Uh, the one you mentioned, they look like people. Then I'm going to watch... What else am I going to watch? Let's see. Oh, that's on Amazon Prime, by the way. If I didn't say that already, that's on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, watch 1922 and tell me if that's any good, because I feel like it's not going to be, but I am curious. Well, I watch no, Sneaky I'm not Pete. Watch it. Go watch Blade Runner, then. <laughs> well, let me watch Westworld. Yeah. <laughs>